What do you get when you throw a pandemic into an advanced society? The birthing of a pointless podcast. We are the neighbors upstairs. What's going on, neighbors? This is Neighbor on the Left, back with another new episode of The Neighbors Upstairs. I'm joined by Neighbor on the Right. Hey. What's going on, righty? And we have a brand new guest. We have Neighbor from apartment number 16L. 16L, how are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing great. How's the view from the penthouse? Great. (laughs) How are you, 16L? What's been new with you? Uh, well, quarantine has been pretty boring, and I haven't realized how hard it would be to uh, start dating during the pandemic. Um, so that's been pretty pretty difficult for me. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's probably been similar with dating. It's, I mean, how how are you showing up? You know, what are we doing? We ain't going out to a restaurant, and if we're going to walk in the park, are we both? walking around like doofuses with our masks on as we're trying to get in to know each other in person for the first time. I mean, how's your experience has been like? Have you gotten a chance to go out with anyone during the pandemic? Yeah, so I've been speaking to a guy for three weeks um, and he did ask me out and we did end up going out, um, you know, right just nearby my house. And we were wearing masks and we did look like doofuses. Um, but, you know, I was just trying to be safe and, you know, Trying to make sure there no holding hands. No, no holding hands. No holding hands. Did he? Did he try to hold your hand? Uh, he did hug me at the end of the date. I hesitated, but you know, I I, I decided to just give him the hug. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was no skin to skin contact, right? The hug may have been. That okay. was the only thing. That was that was the only thing. Yeah. Were you guys Were you guys wearing gloves too? No, but I did tell him to bring gloves, but ended up not wearing gloves. Did any of you like, uh, you know, try to take the mask off during the date or was it, were you guys pre- both pretty good about it? Yeah, I think he was pretty uncomfortable with it. Uh, you know, I, he, he did kind of show me that he was uncomfortable and we were outside and it was like 80 degrees. Uh, it was pretty difficult to breathe in it, but we just kept it on the whole time. But we did, uh, we did stay in our building and he did take it off, but we were six feet away. So it was okay. I don't know if you already said this, but how did you, how did you guys meet? We found each other on a dating app. Uh, yeah, we, we matched and I started talking to him and, you know, it was... It just what app, it. if I may ask? What app? It yeah, was. which app? Because, uh, you know, maybe we're on the wrong ones. <laughs> it was the Bumble app, you know, where the girl starts talking first. Cool. Okay. I, I, I know Bumble. So, like, I know on Bumble, everyone kind of states if they're looking for, like, a relationship or something casual... Did, did you guys, are you guys both like looking for something like a relationship type of thing or? So I was actually looking for a relationship and um, he was looking for something casual. And you gave him a chance. Yeah, because, well, I was attracted to him at first and I uh, just wanted to see where he would go. I, didn't, I just thought we would be going slow and, you know, it just started going too fast for me, honestly. Wait, who was, so you're saying he was going fast? The guy that said he was casual? Yes. On the, on the, Righty, that's a little bit ironic, no? Yeah, yeah, that is really ironic. Did either of you feel concerned to get tested before the date? Or did that not even come up in conversation? 16L is laughing, but I think that's absolutely serious. I feel like I'd, I'd for sure want, like there's going to be another app created for people to uh, you know, make sure that they've been tested, right? You've been tested, you're good to go, you're, you can date. 
So did you guys even ask each other if you had COVID in the past or if you both were clean? Like, what was that process like? No, uh, we did not ask each other that question. Um, I know that he has been going to his family and I know that he's been going hiking. Uh, I don't think he, he's been sick with the virus. Um, <laughs> but um, that is why I was hesitant to kind of go out with him in the beginning because I, you know, didn't really know, you know, like where he's been and what he's been up to and all of that. Well, wh- when did you guys go out? How far back are we talking? This is like maybe two weeks ago now. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think this time and age dating during the pandemic, you gotta, especially if you want peace of mind, right? And if you're having a good date, why the fuck wouldn't you want to end out with a nice kiss at the end? Each person should obviously get themselves tested. You know, actually in New York State and in New York City, there are many testing centers. Governor Cuomo said this a couple of days ago. They are capable of doing up to 15,000 tests a day. And people, only about 5,000 people are showing up to these sites. So New York State actually is testing and has the capability to test more per capita than any state in this country. But a lot of New Yorkers have been lazy to go out and get tested. We're and looking at you, 16L, and whoever you were dating. Come yeah, on, guys. I mean, if you want, if you want to date, get yourself both tested, and if you're both negative, that's awesome. You know, you then you don't even need to be that restrictive. Right. You got that. You got that kiss at the end. You know, that's possible, right? And then, you know, instead, you guys had that that awkward hug at the end. <laughs> Was it I a, was okay with the hug. Was it, was it like a full-on hug or was it like a, a Christian side hug? I think it was a full hug. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so, I've ever done a Christian side hug. A Christian side, side hug. hug. Oh, those are, those are the best. Those are the best types of hugs. Question, 16, are you guys still talking to each other? No, sadly we're not. Uh, I did tell him I wanted to remain friends. Ooh, no. Yeah, no guy... Really, but even if if I'm like I'm, I'm I was still attracted like I'm attracted to him and I did I I told him that we you know we had good conversations and I do like talking to him but because of like everything that's going on right now especially the pandemic I just was not comfortable with continuing to like go out and still see each other. So he so he was obviously it seems like he he was pressing for you guys to meet in person more than you were. Yeah, he had some like things set up like I, I he mentioned wanting to go on a picnic with me. Uh, which I was not comfortable with right now. I didn't so want to go hiking. Are you? Do you live alone, or do you like live with your with like your family? No, I live with my family, which so, is why it was so difficult okay. for me to you know keep going out with him, even yeah, though I well, wanted to. I think that's why you know if you want to reconsider, both of you gotta take that test. Maybe that's what you tell him. Maybe you tell him, hey, listen, we can we can keep doing this. Uh, maybe you get tested, maybe I get tested, and it'll bring me some sort of peace of mind. But is that would that really give you peace of mind? You think? Uh, I guess it would. Because I, I don't know if I yeah. want to get tested. I haven't been going. I, I think I've only been going out like three or four times in the past three months, or yeah, in the past three months. Yeah, because I three months. <laughs> the lockdown's months, only right? been March? about two in a Since week. Since March. It's been two months and a week lockdown. Well, it feels okay. like two years. It feels like exactly two years. Well, I, I just know this. Like, if if I'm dating a girl and all of a sudden she says, "Let's just be friends," that's that's a no-go for me. I, I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm not trying to hear your stories about these new dudes you're dating. That's definitely not in the agenda for me. What do you think, Righty? No, I agree Thinking? with you. I mean, unless, unless it somehow is a girl who maybe there's things that you enjoy doing together, some certain hobby, right? I don't know what that may be. But unless you had a, you know, the way you have relationships with guy friends where it's often predicated around doing 
hobby things, you know, just hanging out and doing things you enjoy doing, whether it's some sport or hiking or whatever that activity is. If you don't have that, then it is very weird to hang out with a girl you like, but then there's that invisible wall between you two because you guys are not doing any of the dating part of a relationship that well, a guy and a girl might want to do. That was my way of kind of going slow with him. You know, I, that's why I told him I would want to be friends and still continue talking to him because I was interested in talking to him, you know? Yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, I, I, do, I get that too, but and I, I understand what you're saying. You want to be safe and all, but it can be seen as a little selfish, right? To try to keep that person around because you're basically asking that person kind of you're asking that person to to uh, not probably talk to anybody else but let's just be friends. like would you be comfortable if you guys are still friends would you be comfortable with him with him telling you about uh all the other girls that he started dating now that you guys are friends and him just telling you how those dates are great no i would not be comfortable with that at all right so you're not so you're not really looking for a friend then because a friend i would assume is someone that you could tell anything to right you could just talk about anything you want i think the best way to start a relationship is when you're friends first like if you can be good friends and you know know that you have many things in common and you guys are attracted to each other then i don't know like that's a good way to start off in the beginning and then see where it goes from there because i know i was attracted to him and I don't know. I think just starting starting to be friends with him first would have been okay. Because I think he was just going too fast for me, especially in the, during the pandemic and where we can't really like meet up right now. Friends for me would have been like a good thing. Just in general, dating, and I've said this before, I feel like dating has certainly taken a hit as of late. I mean, obviously, like the rules are changing. People are dating online more so than before. And so the situation kind of begs the question, like how many phone calls and video chats are enough to pop the question of living entirety with the with the person on the other end of the line. And will this push engineers to creating a realistic virtual reality where people will meet and date? Is that where we're going? That may happen, that whole VR thing when the technology comes up to par, but I don't buy the whole oh we're we've been video chatting, having phone calls for a month, but we've never met in person, never kissed, and we have no idea how our chemistry and relationship and sexual chemistry would be actually in person and and to say oh somehow even if you're doing that for months you'd be comfortable or it'd be wise to just jump into moving in together or getting married i think that's i think that's a little bit of a stretch <laughs> what do you think 16l i would have to meet the person in person to figure that out i can't just like have you know all these video calls that does not work for me <laughs> What do you mean? You don't like these filters with like the, the ears and the <laughs> tongue sticking out and like the, the rainbow coming out of their mouths. That could be like a, like a fun date right there. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I also, I think that's, I think it's, I think it's shitty, but I do think that this is going to push engineers to creating that, that realistic, that super realistic virtual reality where people will start, you know, meeting and, and dating. I, I do think that is in our future, especially with, with this, with what like COVID has shown us, people just suck at, at coping with really anything. And we're disorganized. And I, I was, I was watching, not watching. I was, I, I was looking at this meme. This meme was like, if we can't handle COVID-19, you know, people fighting over like masks, I'm not wearing a mask. Can you imagine gremlins? Like that one rule is do not put water on this gremlin. You're going to have one asshole like, you know what? 
it's my right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that gremlin it's into me. the ocean. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just just write your hero from this week, Tyson, pulling away the shopping cart from that guy, whining, "Oh, this is my stuff," but he never even paid for it, <laughs> and it never got to be his stuff. <laughs> no, exactly. Like we we're just not ready. We're not ready at all. But yeah, I'm not really looking forward to the virtual reality where people start meeting and dating versus actually like meeting and dating in real life. It's just, it's, it's such a sad thing to think about. So uh, 16, I have a question for you. Dating app life is a thing. So what are some of your turnoffs when it comes to like dating apps? Honestly, the biggest turnoff for me is when a guy has too many photos with girls, like more than half of his photos are with girls. Such a big turnoff to me. Yeah, I totally, I totally see what you're saying. I feel like it's, it, it's, it's showing off a little insecurity on, on the guy's part. Uh, him kind of saying like, oh, look, I, I can, I, I do have girls in my life. I am capable of being with attractive women. So yeah, you, you and me, it's a total probability and possibility because look, I'm, I've already done it in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also weird. I find it weird, at least sometimes when I look at, you know, the five main photos on a dating app for a girl and one or two of them sometimes will end up being with what seems to be her ex-boyfriend. I find that a little weird. Oh, yeah, that, that is super awkward. Yeah. I actually, I get a little a little trolly when that happens. When I see a girl and a guy in the photo, I'd be like, oh, my God, that guy looks so handsome. How'd you mess it up? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then sometimes they'll respond like, oh, that's my brother. I'll be like, all right, well. How did you mess that up, though? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, righty. No. God. Any other turnoffs, I guess, 16 I guess having a group photos with like a bunch of guys where you have no idea who who that guy is that you're looking at. Or all his photos are with, you know, all these random dudes. (laughs) That's also another turnoff for me. Right. So now you're like praying. I I hope it's this dude. You know, (laughs) I've actually had that with girl photos, too, where I'll see, you know, the first one or two photos that'll maybe just be her alone and then maybe her with just one friend. And then there'll be some photos where her with three or four friends. And then somehow at some point I lose my track of which one was she again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's the worst. Right. You have five photos. Just give me one. We're we're just you. Right. Just just one. Please. Don't make it all group shots. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Also, the photos with the uh, sunglasses as well. Like, wh- I want to know how, how you look. I want to see your eyes. You know, I want to see your face. Like, wh- what's with that? You know, have you guys had photos with like girls with sunglasses? sunglasses? Yeah. Or you put up photos like, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not putting gla- you know, sunglasses I mean, on in my photos. I've seen that sometimes where it's one out of five of the photos, but I've never seen it where it was all five. Yeah, unless it's yeah, super sunny, you're on a beach. Otherwise, you should not have any sunglasses on. How about you guys? How has your experience been on these dating apps? It's been fine. I mean, I don't think it changes that much differently unless it comes to a point of, all right, let's meet up. And if I do come to that situation at this point in time, and since tests are so much more prevalent, I think it's a lot easier to just do it. And you're both negative. Great. Then let's just, then we can be more intimate. Obviously, we don't have as many activities to access, but in terms of how intimate we get, there is no real restriction. And if one of us tests positive, okay, that's good to know as well. And then we'll obviously be careful and more precautionary. I think, uh, you know, for, from my experience, I haven't. I, I've been talking to girls on on these apps and and uh, and all that, but I'm not 
rushing to meet any of them in the real world. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm i I'm kind of a germaphobe as it is. And to, to, to like think about the, the people that I might touch somehow accidentally and, and tripping and falling. I get, I, I live in the, in the disaster scenario uh, of, of my mind. It's terrible. So I'm not trying to go out with any girl at this point in time. I'll wait for, I guess, yeah, late, ju- <laughs> late June, late July. I don't know. Like if I'm talking that's, to a girl for a while, that's really no. So like if I'm talking to a girl right now, right. And we just started, I'll probably talk to her for like a month to even see if we can last just talking to each other for a month. Cause if we can't talk to each other for one month, it, it probably wasn't going to uh, work out, you know, regardless communication for me is like a, is a, is a number one thing. So if we can make it work for a month, yeah, I'll consider it. I'll ask you to get tested. I'll get tested myself and we'll go from there, but I'm not trying to rush anything. I get that. I Makes get sense. That I actually did want to ask neighbor on the right about the Joe Rogan experience moving to Spotify. I Whoa. don't know the exact details. Who's <laughs> um, <It's> Joe Rogan? <laughs> 16L just asked us who Joe Rogan is. Yeah. Righty. Who, the, who, are, who are you, 16L? <laughs> the... <laughs> The, the the god of podcasts himself right so so joe rogan i don't i don't even know how to describe joe rogan he's kind of he, he kind of has his has his finger on on just so many projects in his life from ufc to you know podcasting like we just mentioned to you know fear factor a long time ago to stand-up comedy stand-up comedy right and then he used to also uh, be an actor he doesn't really act anymore mm-hmm. so you want to you want to talk to us a little bit about what what recently yeah, happened, I mean, it's, right? It's, it's fascinating, you know. A he's he's got a great podcast, interesting move. He's taking the podcast, the episodes from YouTube, and transferring them to Spotify. The entire library starting September first, and then from uh, sometime around January, everything will be exclusive just to Spotify. Though it will remain free, and it seems that Spotify will upgrade to having a video podcast and it seems that that capability and it seems he'll be the first one to have that yeah he's essentially changing the face of spotify right spotify never had video and they will now figure it out for joe they'll they'll figure out how to make it work and guess what this makes them a direct competitor of of youtube right if they're doing it for joe rogan that means they're going to create that capability for other creators in the future so what so my whole thing is how is this going to change the landscape for other companies? How, how does this change for Apple? How does this change for, for Google? What do they do, right? Are they just going to start giving out these crazy contracts for lesser known podcasts just to stay competitive? That definitely may happen. Either way, it seems to be a great move for Spotify because... And what's the number? How much? Supposedly, how much, they uh, might be giving him about 100 mil over a couple, two, three, four years. Something along those lines seems to be what is assumed. Um, regardless, though, they made billions in just a couple hours yeah. on the stock so, market. So it seems to be four point five billion. Four point five billion in a matter of thirty minutes. I just wanted. I just wanted to put that out there. I, you know, Joe Rogan stands to make. Uh, they say a hundred million. I feel like it's going to be north of two hundred million because we don't know. We don't know the particulars, but Joel is already making thirty million a year, or I think that was his best year. Thirty million in a year. So it wouldn't make sense if it's a hundred million dollars for three, four years. He's already making that. So I would, I would assume it's going to be like something two hundred million plus incentives has to be for a number of years. And four point five billion. That's what he did for Spotify in thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got. He's also got a serious catalog. He's up to four hundred 
1,479 episodes plus the Fight Companions and the MMA show. So you're talking about probably 16, 1,700 episodes um, minus the Fight Companions. I think it's around 1580 or so, 1570. I actually had the fortune of from watching the first one and then using 2x speed on YouTube, going all the way up to about 12 or 1300. When I finally caught up, I did that over the span of a few months. I which remember meant that. that I was doing at times 30 to 40. I think sometimes maybe up to 50 a week. You're a madman. You are an absolute madman. I remember you telling me uh, you taking up this endeavor and I thought you were absolutely insane. And I think you still are. Yeah, you're basically the the historian, the JRE historian at this point. Heck yeah. I'm also curious if and how the contract was structured in the sense that did Joe get a flat per year or per episode rate? Or did it include some Spotify stock, some percentage of the impact of sales from him going there? You know, I, there I are many like, ways it could have been broken down the contract. I feel like he I think there's for sure going to be stock involved. Because think about, think about Spotify, right? Like, are they making a profit? You know, finances, are they actually making a profit? I feel like they're still kind of in debt. I could be wrong. I could be completely, completely wrong about this. But this is a great move. Because what I do know is that for every single song that uh, gets played, they make 40 cents out of that dollar, right? So they're giving back 60 cents back to these, these, uh, these music uh, production companies and, and these, these studios. However, because they have a lot of people that they need to deal with in music. However, with podcasts, all and the only person that they're dealing with now is Joe Rogan. Less people that they have to feed, they're, they're going to be making a killing. It's just going to be Joe Rogan and, and a piece of paper between them and Spotify. That's it. That's all there is, right? So I actually want to ask you, has this kind of set the market for podcasters? Is this what podcasters can potentially find themselves nearing in the future? This is this has completely shifted the way podcasters are going to be looking at creation. I think people are always wondering, what do I mean to the market as a whole? What is my cost? What are these studios or these organizations valuing me? Yeah, right? I, I agree with you. You're 100% on the point. I think we can take the analogy out to sports as well. I mean, Look at the monster contract that Garrett Cole got in the offseason. Or think about when the NBA started offering um, super maxes and all those max contracts. I mean, a few years ago, those guys were getting, whether top guys in baseball, basketball, there are similar levels now. But initially, they were getting, you know, five, 10 years ago, 20, 25 million tops. A-Rod was, he became the trendsetter, taking it up to about, I think it was like 10 years, 300 and then, and then like every few years, another guy takes that top contract from like 30 year. Now it's up to like 35. And then now it's like around 40 for basketball and baseball. And I think Joe Rogan clearly is an all-star, right? He's clearly peak. Well, he's, he's the OG, like at this point, 100%. He, is, he is the guy. He, he just set that, that bar. But, exactly. But because it's been set and because Spotify went up in, in worth 4.5 billion in 30 minutes, I feel like this is a great thing, first of all, for podcasters. This is great. But is this also dangerous? Because now we're going to see lesser, lesser quality podcasts making crazy money too. We're going to see like these half-ass, uh, you know, baked podcasts making crazy, crazy, crazy money. Like I, I feel like the next, you know, the future billion dollar contract for a podcaster is going to go to someone completely lesser known than a JRE because of this. Um, yes and no. I think there definitely will be an overreaction you don't who, think there's gonna be an overreaction yeah there definitely will be people who give out bad contracts the same way 
that happens right in NBA free agencies, baseball free agencies, there will be bad overpaid contracts. But at the same time, though, I think there shouldn't be an issue with a lot of people who are really good, who will get their good contracts as well. I totally agree. I think that uh, those that are worth it will definitely get that money. Hopefully, we're not going to see too many bad contracts, and hopefully, that won't that that will not ruin the party if that we will see these bad contracts uh, because um, that that would suck. I think that what Joe Rogan did was he completely shifted and changed the way podcasting is seen. Podcasting was seen as this hobby; it wasn't taken seriously, not really, not ever for the longest time. I mean, Howard Stern was seen and heard making fun of it. He made fun of podcasting for the longest time. He did. Well, let's make fun of him now. He was the guy that completely shifted um, radio. And now we have this guy, Joe Rogan, shifting podcasting. Like, what is, what is the next step here? Now that we know that this is the real deal, podcasting isn't going anywhere. It's here to stay. What is the next frontier? What, what will that look like? Again, I'm always bringing it back to virtual reality. Is that the next thing? <laughs> right? We're going to have these shows set in virtual reality? No, I think what what also may happen is that the same way that you, if you want to watch a show that's on Netflix, you need a Netflix subscription. Now, let's say there's a show on Disney that you like. Now you need a Disney subscription. The various podcasting platforms may try to sign their collection of people to hopefully get you to subscribe to using their app for a few bucks a month. And then you'll probably have to subscribe to another, whether it's a Stitcher or Google Podcasts, maybe, or Apple iTunes podcast, where they'll also try to get their semblance of a team and hope to make you subscribe to them as well. So it's gonna be like the Avengers versus versus the Justice League. We're going to start getting that soon. Yeah, and then you'll have uh, X-Men coming in to fight as well. <laughs> and, and then X-Force, X led, by, led by Deadpool. Is Joe Rogan Deadpool? I feel like Joe Rogan is Deadpool. Hmm, maybe. He's not Superman. I don't think he's Superman. He's definitely no, no, Deadpool. No. Getting high, you know, totally aware of the mess he's creating out there in, in, the, in the universe of news and politics. I feel like we talked a lot about dating today and a little bit of Spotify, what that means and I think it's actually not a bad way to end the episode. What do you think, Righty? Sounds good. 16L. I hope you had fun. Um, and hopefully we will see you again soon. What do you think? Yeah, I had fun. I, I would love to be on the show again. Awesome. All right, awesome. And we want to we hear more. This is like a, the chronicles of 16L. Are they talking? Are they not? I'm, I'm a little interested. So guys, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please find our social media on theneighborsupstairs.com. We're also on YouTube. We're everywhere. So subscribe on any directory you can find us on. And yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Later. Thanks.